and welcome to Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I'm your host, Catherine McPhail. I am an architect. I work in Eastern Massachusetts, and my specialty is additions and renovations to existing homes. I started this podcast as a way to help my clients learn everything that they could about home renovations before they started. I've been interviewing vendors, contractors, other architects, and now I'm also interviewing homeowners to talk about their home renovation. So kind of spending half my time talking about people's experiences with their own homes. I personally find those stories very interesting. I hope you do as well. This week, I have a vendor episode where we're going to be talking about countertops. And Lily Morris joined me to discuss the options. She is House on Everett Hill on Instagram, and she's been helping people find the right countertop for them down in Tennessee for about four years now, as well as being part of the old house community on Instagram. So in this episode, we discuss the merits of granite, marble, quartz, laminate, other stones. Uh, but there are other countertop options that we didn't cover in this episode, such as butcher block and wood, tile, concrete, stainless steel, and others. So I'm going to cover those in my episode enhancements. I'll explain what those are at the end. Thanks again to Lily for taking the time to talk to me about countertops. I'm so happy that you are willing to talk to me about countertops because I've been having trouble getting someone to come on and talk yeah. about them. I don't know why. I don't know why it's not. It doesn't seem like a controversial subject. I don't think it is. Um, so as far as I go, I just, I've been in the industry for a little, little over four years. And um, I just, I think it is really important because I, I think that there's a lot of um, misconceptions just to the average consumer because people come in all the time and just say, I have no idea what, what granite is, what quartz is. Um, and they don't really right. understand, you know, different stones and how they work. And so, um, yeah, great. I think it's important for people to know that. It is definitely important. And people are always asking me, what is the best countertop for their money? And I, you know, to me, it kind of depends on what they value, but if somebody said that to you, what would you say? That depends. It really depends on what you're looking for. Like, for instance, granite is a natural stone. So what I love about granite is the fact that it is unique. So when you have that piece of stone, there's not a single piece of stone on anyone else's countertop that is going to look exactly like it or have the same characteristics. Um, and then quartz is a man-made product. So if you're looking for ease of use and uh, no maintenance whatsoever, uh, that's a great option. Uh, just know that it is man-made. And because of that, it's not, uh, it's not really unique in any way. It's just very easy and, um, and no maintenance. So, Right. And that comes in a lot of patterns that mimic stone. So if you want the look, you could still exactly. get the look, but it's not right. real. I mean, it is real because it is what it is, but it's not actually right. a stone. It's, it is made from actual natural quartz. Um, but the way that they do it is they take the quartz crystal and they grind it up into a powder, mix it up with polymers, and then lay it out um, in a mold. So it's, it's completely man-made from natural elements, but yeah. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, it is great for that because for instance, you know, there's this, this big gray and white thing that is kind of happening everywhere where everyone wants the gray and white look, the farmhouse look. Um, Quartz is a good way of getting that marble look without the high maintenance of a marble stone because marble is Mm. very high maintenance. Yeah. I, um, have a marble. I have a two inch Carrera marble Mm -hmm. countertop that this guy talked me into. I was totally planning on just making my own concrete Mm -hmm. countertop. So that was my plan. And then someone said, no, you have to go see this guy Fabrizio or whatever Mm -hmm. his name was. And so he was this Italian stone guy and I am such a sucker for Mm -hmm. stone. It was like just these slices of stone that come out of the earth to me. It's like, it's just like amazing. So he had this guy in his, um, in some kind of truckish type thing where he could pick up the slabs and just take them out. They're like giant slabs of butter. I don't know. I was very taken with the whole thing. So we ended up with this two inch piece of Carrera marble where he was saying like, Oh, this is your family stone. And I'm not going to try to do his accent, but this is your family stone and your fingers, your fingers will make their marks and your family will create their grooves Mm -hmm. and everything. And it's not finished at all. It's Mm -hmm. just raw. So I don't ever do anything. Right. Which I probably shouldn't say. But um, although I did once, one time I had this, um, another Italian man was at my house and he was a tile guy, right? Mm-hmm. And so he kind of pulled me to the side and he said really quietly, he didn't, so my husband wouldn't hear. He's like, you, you really need to clean this area of the marble <laughs> like better. Like he didn't want to shame my, he didn't <laughs> want to shame me for my bad housewife skills in front of my husband. <laughs> oh, nice. So that was funny. But um, yeah, because like the veins, the veins of the marble had been collecting dirt and grease and stuff. So it looked gross. Yeah. I probably have the totally wrong stone for my house. But I do love it when the sun comes in the window and it and it just kind of shines through the two inches of Mm -hmm. the marble. And so for that, for those 20 minutes of the morning, it makes me really happy. I mean, and that's ultimately, that is ultimately the goal. And that's something that I tell people when they come in too, is people go, I don't know what I, you know, I don't know what I need, or I don't know exactly what I want. And I tell people like, if you're not 100% on this, don't do it. Don't do it because of price. Don't do it because you think it's going to be the best option for your house. Like ultimately you have to be happy with what you're putting into your house. And if you need to wait a little bit longer to save up for something that's a little bit more expensive or something, I think it's really important because you have to live with it. And if you don't come into your kitchen every single day or bathroom, wherever your your application is, you don't walk in every day and just go, oh, I love it. Then what's the point? You know, like why spend the money in the first place? Yeah. So. Yeah. And this wasn't for my house. It wasn't a very big area of countertop, but we didn't have very much to do. But still, it was not in my budget. I was not. Oh, that was our big splurge for the house. But it's true that I do think it's beautiful. OK, so we got actual granite and then mm-hmm. quartz. You know, What's well, next? like you mentioned, there's marbles um, and there's different degrees of marbles. There's actually marbles that are pure marble. And then there's marble Uh, that's actually a dolomite. So it's kind of a a mixture. Um, It's a denser mineral um, than just straight marble, but it has a lot of the characteristics of marble. So a lot of um, like granite shops will try and market that as granite, even though it's technically a dolomite, but nobody knows what that means. So (laughs) So nobody really says that's what it is. Um, What what is a a dolomite? um, 
but like I said, basically it's a mineral and it is um, denser than marble, but um, it's still softer than granite. So it's kind of an in-between. It's a hybrid, if you will. Okay. So, so it's a stone though. It's like, it's, it's not a um, reconstituted no, no, thing no, like quartz. It's a natural stone. Yeah. Um, okay. So, All right. And I, I mean, I'm not sure if you're really familiar with a lot of um, colors or known things. Obviously, Carrera marble, everybody knows what that is. But there's like um, uh, there's a color that's really popular right now called fantasy brown, and it's um, it's a cream, and it's got a lot of this vein in it. But it's it's a dolomite, and um, it, but it has a lot of marble tendencies. So basically, with marble, the things that you look out for are um, they can etch due to acids and um, they can stain a lot easier than like a granite. They can etch too, but it just depends on your finish and it depends on what kind of sealers you're using and stuff like that. So it's important. I always try and tell people when they immediately zone in on that beautiful, bright white marble with the soft grays in it. I mean, that's, it's very attractive, but I always say, look, I just want you to be aware that this is this is something you have to baby unless you are looking for that more rustic not rustic but natural wear and tear yes and so (laughs) that's actually um leads into another type that i think is good which is soapstone soapstone yeah soapstone incredible yeah it's really incredible um beautiful beautiful colors too beautiful shades i think so tell me about soapstone what's um Soapstone. Um, yes, I love soapstone because um, the number one thing that people ask me when they come in is, can I put a hot pot on it? And mm. um, honestly, um, soapstone and marble are probably the only ones that I would fully recommend and really more soapstone than anything um, because, um, and, and you may know this and, and some people do, um, that the like potbelly stoves, um, like antique potbelly stoves, actually use soapstone as their cooking surface. Oh, I so did not it can know take that. Large amounts of heat. Yeah. So and so that's the number one thing people ask me, and I, I, I'm curious how many people actually just put hot pots directly on their countertop. I know. I know. Whenever anybody asks me that, <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, why do you? Why are you putting your hot pot on the countertop? <laughs> Like, how often what, are you doing this? <laughs> what is even, how, what's the scenario? So you're cooking, you got the hot pot, all of a sudden the phone rings and you have to put your, like, what happened? Right on the countertop. But uh, so is Soapstone. It is the only one that you can actually put. In fact, we had a gentleman come in and um, purchase just a, a, you know, square piece of Soapstone hmm. and he bakes his bread directly on it like a baking sheet. Ooh. That's a good idea. Yeah, so it's uh, it's extremely heat safe. Um, and there's pros and cons to it, but the um, the best thing about it is that you don't have to baby it, even though it does scratch. Um, you can actually sand that out very easily on your own without help from anyone. Uh, you just kind of use like a fine grit sandpaper, and you can buff scratches out of it. Uh, but because it's made out of talc, that's the consistency of it. Um, it's very soft, but it's non-porous naturally, mm. so you don't have to do any kind of sealing or anything like that. And um, yeah, 
So it sounds like that would be pretty expensive because it's so great. Yeah, I think it tends to be a little bit more on the higher end, but I think it just depends on what area you're in too. And so the, the thing that you got to understand about natural stone when it comes to pricing is it depends on where you are because price is determined by, of course, like anything and um, like how easy it is to get to it. So, you know, if you're having to order things from Brazil and wait three months and it's really exotic stuff, it, it, it's going to be more expensive. But if it's something like, I know up north, there's a lot of soapstone quarries. Um, and, and so I would say yeah. in that area, you're going to get soapstone for a great price. What about um, the much maligned um, Formica countertops? Now, personally, I have so, found those. You cannot kill those. You know, so people, people have some, you know, aesthetic issues with it, or I think people are kind of snobby now Mm -hmm. about it, but, but really you really can't harm. I guess you could melt it with a pot. Right. So honestly, and this may sound terrible because I do love natural stone so much, but honestly, I have no qualms whatsoever with Formica or, you know, it's laminate countertops. Um, well, that's true. That's true. That's a brand, brand name. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I know. It's, it's one Hopefully of they'll things. be my sponsors after um, this. I'll write to them and ask. So with those, I, I have had laminate countertops for years. Yeah. I mean, laminate countertops have been in my, like the family houses or the, like the vacation houses or rental houses or, or whatever, but it's really, and it's really hard to damage it. Yeah. It's an incredible um, countertop because yeah, you can actually cut vegetables right on it uh, without, yeah, without, right on it. you know, cutting it really. Um, it's come a long way because they have different finishes and edges and things like that, that make it look more like natural stone, which is nice because, you know, I think a lot of people come in and, and they don't know where to place their budget, you know, what stone or what can I get for what I have? And it's, it's good for the budget for something that looks really nice. And you don't have to spend so much and you don't have to worry about babying it if you're wanting like, you know, the marble look or something more expensive looking, you don't have to put so much into it. But then also it's good for like phase one renovation. I think a lot of people have to do things in phase one, phase two. That's actually what I'm doing with my kitchen because I just purchased my house in November and I was like gung ho going in there like, all right, we're going to do this renovation. And and then I was like looking at my budget going, okay, well, I can't afford that yet. <laughs> so, but I think yeah. that it's important to realize that it's not really a step down. It's something I'm going to be okay living with for a long time and until I can save up for real wood cabinets and real stone countertops because it's, it's, it looks incredible and it's going to fit the budget for now. And that's what really matters. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. And I, have friends who are architects who are waiting for the very particular stone that they want, but their budget isn't allowing it. So instead of formica, they'll they'll use plywood, mm. and then they'll put contact paper down over the plywood. That's like, so how is it better than, than the formica? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I guess it seems less permanent. So once you get a countertop, maybe it feels like an indulgence to get a different countertop because you already have one. I don't know. Maybe right? That's yeah, it. I've had people say that they didn't want to tear out something and put something new in because it's just like oh, it's perfectly good. This that we just don't like it. <laughs> Yeah. 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 There's always that, which is 
Anyway, it's a different subject. That's what I tell people who are thinking of redoing their kitchen before they put it on the market. Like, don't, to me personally, I would rather go in and know that, okay, I'm definitely have to fix this kitchen and not feel guilty right. about it. Right. So anyway, that's just me. And that is a different subject. Okay. So what other countertops should we know? There about? are solid surfaces like Corian and stuff still available. Oh yeah. It seems like it is a real dying trend. I have noticed a real shift in that area for sure. Um, whereas laminate has staying power, it seems like solid surface tops are kind of phasing out. But I think those are a really good, you know, lower price alternative as well. Are they lower price? Because I thought they were kind of um, kind of in between. I thought they were kind of... So they can scratch and they can crack, but you can have someone come and repair that or buff the tops completely and it's like, it's like brand new. Yeah, it reminds me of high school. It reminds me of the 80s, though. Yeah, there's, there's some newer colors that I've seen that have come out that are kind of trying to keep on trend. They don't have the speckles and things like that that, you know, are kind of yeah what you imagine when you think of it. That is another kind of, it's a mid-range. I'd say it's between laminate and stone. Okay, so... So natural stone, why would anybody get that? It's more expensive. It's hard to take care of. It's just for its unique beauty. I would say that is the number one thing. Also, I mean, so granite, there's like granites, marbles, quartzites are like the three big things. You have to seal them to keep, you know, anything from penetrating them or staining them. But really, that's essentially the only maintenance that you have to do to like granite. And there's extended sealers, so you don't have to keep doing it every year, which will take all of the fuss out of it. So it, it really doesn't change anything in the long run, I think. If you're going to compare it to quartz being man-made to having this natural stone, if you put an extended sealer on it, then it's going to be equivalent. And like, yeah, it's natural and it's beautiful. Yeah. And it can be quite a statement in the kitchen. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because of it, some of some of it is really stunning. So, for a price point on the countertops, yeah, I know it depends, and it depends on the thickness and the, the finish. And but from the ones that we talked about, uh, a, a laminate countertop would be the least expensive, right? And then in most cases, I think that um, solid surface would be next. Uh, granite is probably next. And quartz and quartzite are the highest end, mostly because in a lot of places, they don't keep every single color of quartz in stock. And so with that, they're having to order in the material, and it usually tends to cost a little bit more. So it costs more than natural stone, even? I think most of the time, it's at the higher, mid to high end. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole, now this might be a little woo-woo, but I do have a question about the natural stone because uh-huh. supposedly crystals have powers or uh-huh. vibrations that they produce. Uh-huh. I mean, they come from the earth. So who even knows if that's accurate? You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like, yeah, do you feel yeah. like a natural stone, having that in your kitchen, would that change the, the, like the vibration energy or something? Yeah. The yeah, energy. Honestly, okay. So I've never thought about that, <laughs> but But now that you mention it, I mean, I think maybe that is another big part of why natural stone is so, such a draw, you know, because it is, 
it is something that has its own almost life to it. And I think I was listening to one of your other episodes and the lady was talking about houses having energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was thinking to myself when you were talking about that, I was thinking about that concept and I'm honestly, it is, it's like, you're either putting something that is manufactured that doesn't really have a life of its own. Or you're putting in something that has been formed in the earth over, mm. you know, millennia. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> and it's unique and beautiful and, yeah. um, and it has an energy or a life of its own. I said, mm. probably. Yeah. I, I would do wonder about that. I always try and describe to people because, um, they'll see the slab on the front and they'll say, Oh, I want to see all the other slabs. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just put it this way. Like, it's like a loaf of bread and they're slicing it. And just like, if you get the little air bubbles in your bread, where you've got this little hole, it's going to go through the loaf and it it may get a little bit smaller. It may get bigger. So I said, essentially it's the same thing over and over again, just slightly different. (laughs) Yeah, it's just amazing just looking at these um, images of stone with the section of, like, what, I don't know. i just amazed by stone. So yeah, Oh, yeah, me too. I'm, in oh. fact, it's funny because um, I, I collected rocks and minerals and gemstones as a kid. And um, I remember watching, like, HGTV and stuff, and um, the, the homeowners or the buyers would come in. Oh, I don't, I don't want this house. It doesn't have granite in it. And I used to be like, oh, like what kind of attitude is that? (laughs) You can easily put granite in it. That's the thing about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I remember thinking to myself, like, what does it really matter like that much that you would just walk away from a house? But now that I've been able to work with stone, like in, and see the different ones every single day, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this is the most incredible stuff. Like now I understand why, stone is so important, you know, not to say that, like I said, there's alternatives that are amazing, but there's nothing quite like natural stone, you know? That is very true. I know. I just can't get over that. It's just big slices of stuff that's under the earth. Like we're just walking around on and not really appreciating that it's being, it's amazing. There's so many different things in it. You know, um, there's a lot of granite that has um, like purple spots in it. And a lot of people don't like the purple spots in it, but, um, it's actually garnet. Like this is, Whoa, that is super so cool. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there's different things in there and, um, like, you know, the giant crystal formations that run through them. And I'm like, how could you not love that? People ask mm. to cut those things out all the time. <laughs> yeah. People, <Hi>. people, <laughs> people ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest factor that you have to think about when you're looking at like bathroom vanities is um, the chemicals can actually just essentially destroy the finish Mm. than anything. Okay. Um, So it's just the finish makes you wonder why you're putting it in your hair. Right. Oh my gosh. (laughs) If you think uh, about that, (laughs) a lot of, a lot of cleaning um, supplies can damage the finish too. Yeah. Over time. Well, Lily, I appreciate I appreciate you taking the time to explain this to me. Absolutely. It's been fun talking to you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I hope you found that helpful. Thank you for listening this far into the episode. At the beginning, I said I would be exploring other types of countertops through 
my episode enhancements. What is an episode enhancement? Well, the show notes on the um, that I attach to the actual podcast episode don't allow for photographs. And so I am building a website right now that is going to include episode transcripts and also episode enhancements. And on there, you'll be able to see photos, which is really important to me because, of course, a lot of what we talk about is connected to visual aspects of life, right? So anyway, I will have the photos in there. For now, I am sending them out in my newsletter. So if you are interested in seeing those, you can sign up for my newsletter and the link is in the show notes. I send out a weekly email that just includes additional thoughts and any kind of behind the scenes information, extra stuff that I cut out of the podcast. And of course, of course, the photos. I've been hearing from listeners lately, which makes my day. Thank you for getting in touch. And the episode recommendations that you have made, I am looking for guests, uh, getting ready to record some of those episodes. So I have about a, a two month backlog. So look for those episodes in about eight weeks or so. I love to hear from you, so please email me at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. You can also get in touch with me on Facebook, Talking Home Renovations, although that doesn't seem to work very well. Instagram, I am also Talking Home Renovations. TikTok, I am the House Maven. And I'm actually going live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern on TikTok and 11 a.m. on Saturdays, that's also Eastern, on Instagram. So I'm going to be chatting with people, maybe answering some questions they might have about home renovations, definitely talking about episodes coming up, uh, episode ideas and that sort of thing. And they're just going to be quick, probably 20 to 30 minutes of just checking in and saying hi. So hopefully I'll see you there. And if you like this podcast, if you could tell your friends about it or coworkers or anybody you think would be interested, that would be really helpful to me. And if you have the time to leave a review and maybe rate the podcast, that would also be great. This podcast is a member of the Design Network. You can discover exclusive architecture and design podcasts at designnetwork.org. And for now, this episode is produced by my architecture firm, Demios Architects, where we believe that architects are for everyone. Until next time, take care. <laughs>